1: You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show.
2: Hello and welcome to it, kids. It's already Thursday. Yay. So uh, I guess they've uh, discovered some more of these uh, these redacted documents. You know, they have all these uh, these documents that show Joe Biden using aliases and all that. Well, apparently they had some code words uh, in the Biden family for Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden had a code word, apparently, and, and it, it came in uh, quite usefully around this time of year. It was the words ho, ho, ho. Uh, and apparently that means uh, a very busy weekend for Hunter. Just found that out. It, it's really weird. Ho, ho, ho means a very busy weekend or a trip to Vegas. That's what it means for Hunter. I, I don't know what to make of it, but uh, apparently he likes to go to Vegas and celebrate a lot. But that is it. Also, this just in, um, the first AI-generated news anchors will debate on, debut on U.S. National uh, Station next year, Channel 1. He's going to include a mix of digitally created avatars and digital doubles. And uh, I believe, if we're not mistaken, we already have
3: that. It's called CNN. They have said that this is has all the care. Four, five former heads of the CIA, both parties, say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage.
0: More than 50 former intelligence officials signed on to a letter yesterday saying that the New York Post story about Hunter Biden's emails has, quote, all of the classic earmarks of a Russian disinformation campaign this is what the president was just yeah. talking about Signatories span four administrations including the current one and include former cia directors john brennan michael hayden and leon panetta today more than fifty former intelligence officers said trump's phony hunter biden scandal has all the
4: classic earmarks of a russian information operation
5: And again, I'm not alone here, 50 high level intelligence agents, people who have worked in the intelligence agencies came out and said um, that this is most likely
2: that's propaganda. There you go. Uh, just like an AI is doing the news, they all have the same stories. It's kind of where they have no autonomy whatsoever. They just rip and read what the government sends them. So I guess this supposedly could be uh, AI technology being used. there. I mean, honestly, I'm not all that concerned about this AI because uh, right now all of the mainstream media might as well be. Because they say the same crap, they just insert different faces. It's just, it's kind, of, it's just kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, well, um, we've got some uh, news on the economy. It won't come as a big surprise to you. Now, last year, we had a recession, right? We, uh, we had two months of negative growth, and our mainstream media told you, that for the first time in the, since we started uh, considering two quarters of negative growth, <laughs> a recession, for the first time, it suddenly wasn't a recession. Everything was perfectly fine, and uh, and there was no recession. It's kind of funny that way, right? Well, apparently, a majority of Americans feel the U.S. is in a recession right now. Isn't that weird? It's like 70% of the American people also think Joe and Hunter are... Are criminals, are, yeah, 40% of Democrats think that Joe and Hunter are in some sort of criminal uh, activity and because of all the evidence and everything that CNN, NBC, NBC, ABC, CBS, PBS, PBR, all of them say there's no evidence. But for some reason, 70% of you think there is. Uh, I don't understand what that is. But apparently, according to this new survey by Bankrate, says that 59% of us feel like the economy is in a recession. You know Why? Because we can't pay our freaking bills. There you go. We don't have enough money to keep up with inflation. We got people working two and three jobs, for crying out loud. And, by the way, we're still not keeping up with inflation. Yeah. 60% of respondents in the lowest-income households, the people who suffer the most, making under fifty grand a year, said the economy feels like it's in recession. Of those of higher-income thresholds making more than 100 k 61% agreed. I remember with a hundred thousand dollars. That was a lot of money, man. He made hundred thousand dollars. I remember in 1993, I was offered a job to work in uh, New York, and I was—they wanted me to produce Danny Bonaducci's radio show. And I said, "Well, first of all, I'm not a producer, and second of all, they offered me a hundred thousand dollars." And in 1993, I told them to stick it. So <laughs> that was that was New York City. And by the way, Danny Bonaducci just retired from radio. Uh, Gen Xers—that's uh, us guys. Me, uh, 43 to 58. What? a big span. Uh, were the age group most likely to say the U.S. is in a recession? At 65% millennials, you guys have kind of had a it's been a suck fest for you since you started graduating from college. 2008 when the when the economy was so terrible and then Barack Obama became the president and uh, annual uh, uh, GDP growth was about 1% in spite of what he was doing to the countries. That's all they could muster. Baby boomers ages uh, 59 to 77 58% and Gen Z 8 18 to 26, says that uh, 56% of us believe that the uh, U.S. is in a recession. But Steve Ratner over at MSNBC, uh, he doesn't believe that. He just thinks you're imagining things.
6: No question, Joe. Look, we did have a lot of inflation to f- go through the system. And for a while, we did have very high energy costs. That affects farmers. We did have these supply chain problems. So in a farm... No, 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 the costs are still really high. ...needed a piece of equipment or something like that. It's it still high. Yeah. We did have... Uh, a lot of the uh, lower-wage workers get very substantial pay increases, which is great for them. The gro- yeah, there was
2: a de facto $15 minimum wage uh, sprung upon us. that put a lot of people out of business.
6: store so workers, people like that, but that increases costs at the grocery store and drives up prices. So we definitely did have a lot of inflation moving through the system.
2: But honestly, what you're feeling right now... Uh, All you got to do is just wish it away because you clearly aren't thinking straight because there is no recession. Which
6: did raise food prices (laughs) to a permanent level. And I think you may be uh, obliquely referring to a point that I'd also just like to mention. Yeah, what's that? that, Something like two-thirds of the people who are going to vote next year Mm -hmm, were not voting 30 years ago, the last time we had inflation over 4%. uh They've never seen inflation like this. So this comes as a shock to them. And they some of them at least kind of expect prices to then go back down again to where they were before. That doesn't happen. We, and in fact,
2: these- yeah, pretty much you're screwed. There you go. He just admitted it. Uh, first of all, he says you're imagining it, and then he says, "Hey, you're pretty much screwed." Here's the good news, though. Uh, Wall Street is increasingly pulling its money out of China as the country's economy continues to struggle amidst a real estate crisis and troubling economic data. So it looks like uh, uh, China could be on the brink of uh, collapse. I do know. We'll see. We can keep our fingers crossed, you know. Uh, and then 90, uh, 99% of Americans will have less money in the bank by mid-2024 <laughs> than they did pre-pandemic. Yeah. As inflation and high interest rates batter the savings, according to uh, J.P. Morgan. So there's the uh, economic data from the day. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's not it's not good. But the people at MSNBC, uh, you know, they're doing the same thing they're doing with uh, Joe Biden and Hunter Biden corruption. They're denying the obvious. They're denying what you know. They're denying the mountains of evidence. That's why they stopped saying Bidenomics. That's, that's a, month, a little over a month ago, Joe Biden stopped saying Biden Bidenomics because it was laughable. I, and I, when he said, to, no, you're seriously, you're going to say Bidenomics is good. You're going to try to convince the people of the United States who are eating Hamburger Helper without the, uh, without the hamburger. <laughs> you're you're going to tell the, uh, the American people who are now eating ramen noodles, which cost about the same as they did when I was in college, that the economy is doing better. You, 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 you're going to tell the American people who right now have their credit cards maxed out because they don't have enough money to pay their bills that everything is cool. You keep on believing that. You just don't stop believing. Hold on to that feeling because it's going to result in you being routed in the, uh, in the next election. Uh, this, new, uh, this new poll from uh, Bloomberg. Bloomberg, a swing states poll, by the way, uh, the uh, Would you say the economy was uh, better under Trump or Biden? Uh, under Trump, 51%. Under Biden, 34%. Your personal financial situation, uh, better off with you or with, Trump, with, with Biden or with Trump in charge? Uh, Biden, 31%. Trump, 50%. What is the single most important issue to you in deciding who to vote for in 2024? Well, it's got to be, uh, you know, transgenderism. Right? Doesn't it have to be uh, letting your kid become a transgender. And then uh, uh, CRT doesn't have to be top of the list and making sure that uh, we have DEI in uh, every corporation. Isn't that the number one thing? No, it's not actually. Number one is the economy. Number one is the economy. Uh, number two is immigration. Okay. Number three is democracy. People are concerned about the country because this president is such a, uh, well, an enemy of democracy, to be quite honest. Yeah. Enemy of democracy. Uh, let me see what else is Social Security and Medicare, which uh, politicians in Washington, D.C. have been saying they'll fix for 50 years and never do. Uh, five is abortion. And most of those people will not have one or will never have one, but they think it's really important. You know, there you go. Uh, let's see. Uh, Health care, 5%. That should be not even be on the list because Obamacare took very... Oddly enough, at number seven is climate change. Number eight is guns. That's kind of crazy. Um, yeah, And then the Russia-Ukraine war is way down there at 1%. <laughs> at uh, 1% tied with infrastructure. There you go. Because, you know, that's another thing that the government never fixes. Never fixes. Now, I'm going to get into a bunch of this Hunter Biden stuff because I am loaded. I have been in the studio so about six hours today. (laughs) I couldn't sleep, so what am I going to do? I'm going to come and do, but I do want to mention one other thing here. Uh, Speaking of DEI, the Oklahoma's governor signed an executive order eliminating offices of diversity, equity, inclusion at all public higher education institutions in Oklahoma. There you go. Where the wind comes sweeping hind the plane. Awesome. Good job. Good job. And one other poll I'll mention here. New Hartland-Rasmussen uh, poll. This is kind of weird because, uh, you know, one of the big things people are concerned about is voter integrity, right? I'm, I'm concerned about it. You should be concerned about it. But uh, here's what they say. This is a poll of uh, mail-in voters. According to this poll, 17% of mail, uh, mail-in voters admit that in 2020 they voted in a state where they are no longer a permanent resident. of mail-in voters admitted that they uh, filled out a ballot for a friend or a family member. That's kind of nice, right? Uh, Let's see. Uh, 17% of mail-in voters say they signed a ballot for a friend or family member without his or her permission. And uh, 8% of likely voters say they were offered pay or a reward for voting for uh, somebody in 2020. Okay, well, whatever. We will see. We will see. Um, hmm. Kind of interesting polling Daddy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yesterday I, I started off the show because Hunter Biden defied a subpoena of Congress and instead went to <laughs> went to the Senate, stood outside and uh, rift on how he is a rectum, victim, 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 I'm sorry, a victim. And by the way, I did put up on Twitter, I did a poll here. It's a purely non-scientific, 100% non-scientific Rob Carson poll. And the poll is, is Hunter, and you got two choices, uh, A, a, re- a victim, and B, a rectum. Uh, so far, 100% are saying rectum. So there's that. I did one yesterday also, again, uh, completely... <laughs> completely not scientific. Uh and it is uh d- 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 do you consider Hunter Biden to be one crime family bad man or innocent addict? 96.4% said crime family bad man and uh 3.6% said innocent addict. And again, completely non-scientific, but something in the last 24 hours caused President Biden's account to block me on Twitter. And I'm going to tell you what, that is a badge of honor for me. I've been blocked by Joe Biden. I didn't want to follow them. I decided to do it anyway. I follow some other uh, accounts that I could give a rat's behind about, like MSNBC and Morning Joe. And this is the first one that has officially blocked me, and it's the President of the United States. And I'm just going to wear that. It, it's almost good as these challenge coins that I have under my, my computer monitor that I've gotten from veterans groups. It, it's almost as good as that. So coming up, we've got some uh, unbelievable audio about uh, Hunter Biden, the possibility that he could be arrested, the denials, denials, denials that are happening everywhere. We've got some great news for uh, Donald Trump with regard to all of the cases they want to bring to trial as election interference next year. Also, some new comedy as well. All we need really is your phone calls, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. I think we need a Christmas song. Let's do it, shall we?
7: About Joe Biden and his terrible, terrible presidency. Under the table is how Joe's paid, hey. millions from China he has made, graft and corruption he wrote the book, and his son Hunter's a major crook. Jim, Joe, Joe, Joe makes lots of dough, Cassette. Joe, Joe, Joe <laughs> is at fixer so low, space under the <clears throat> table, quick, 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 a cut for the big guys should do the trick. Oh, maybe 10 million, 20 million, 25 million? Anyone out there with half a brain knows that Joe blackmailed Ukraine. Can the prosecutor who wants his son or the deal for a billion won't get done? Quid pro quo, blackmailing Joe. Quid pro quo, Joe needs to go. Under indictment, they both should be. Oh, yeah. What can you call it but bribery? <laughs> do, 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 do.
2: And uh Hunter Biden is a victim.
3: They have ridiculed my struggle with addiction. They have belittled my recovery, and they have tried to.
2: De- Did he say addiction or a addiction?
3: Humanize me, all too. It's weird the pronunciation the is weird. Father.
2: There, addiction, son. Has
3: devoted his entire public life. To service.
2: Yeah, and who, by the way, is to blame for you spending uh, $870,000 on prostitutes and adult entertainment while uh, ignoring your uh, your child, the child you had with a stripper who uh, lives in Arkansas?
3: For six years, MAGA Republicans, <laughs> including members of the House committees yeah. who are in a closed-door session, session right <laughs> now, have impugned my character.
2: No. No, you, you did that, actually, yourself, with all the coke and the whoring.
3: of my privacy, <laughs> attacked my wife.
2: Oh, yeah. Che- oh, I think cheating on your wife is probably the biggest attack. Children.
3: You can do that, yeah. My family mm-hmm. and my friends. Yeah. They ridiculed my struggle with addiction. No, no, no,
2: no, you did They've that. They
3: belittled my recovery.
2: Sure, your recovery. Uh, what, what about that cocaine they found in the White House while you were living there? What about that?
3: And they have tried to dehumanize me, yeah. all to embarrass and damage my father, who has de- devoted his entire public life to service. Yes, he
2: served himself quite well, actually. Let's go to Bill and Rehoboth. Hello there, Bill, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's going on?
8: Hey, Rob. Great show, as usual. Um, yeah, You were talking <laughs> about the inflation. Um, uh, first of all, <laughs> Hunter Biden has done a very good job. Hisself of dehumanizing his self. Oh, yes. bag He is. Uh, then the one thing, other thing I want to talk about was, uh, you were talking about the inflation, uh, then the Democrats, how they try to hide that, you know, we're not in a recession. I'll tell you what, Rob, I go to the store a lot buying food. And if we're not in a recession, I'd sure as hell hate to see when the recession gets here. We're undoubtedly been in a recession for over two years with this nitwit as president. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention real quick was everybody's holding a lot of faith in this Supreme Court deal with Trump. And I'll tell you what, I do not trust Amy Kearney Barrett, although I wanted her. Yes, I was rooting for her and I was rooting for Brett Kavanaugh. But I think too many people holding a lot of faith and then making the right decision. I think they're going to be afraid to wind up in a body bag, both of them. I, I truly don't think they're going to vote the right way, even though I'm, I'm praying that they do.
2: I I don't I don't know if I agree with you on that. Um, I'm not sure how they will go. I, I I would presume, and well, I've always maybe to a fault presume that the uh, Supreme Court would note that the one uh, thing that they're using against Trump with this this uh, disrupting a uh, legislative session. Uh, there's a, there's a Trump case about uh, about uh, executive privilege. There's another a January the sixth case, and both of them kind of intertwine, and both of them could derail. All four of the cases next year, particularly the one that was supposed to start the day before Super Tuesday, and I'm hoping that, uh, that that the good justices will uh, be able to uh, show that uh, not only is the this statute being used to punish Trump and the January the Sixers, but also show that this is clearly a partisan attempt to uh, to uh, stop an election from happening. We'll see what happens. We will see what happens. You know, I'm going to try to be optimistic about it. But one of the cases have already been put on hold. And that's a real positive, Bill. Bill, I appreciate it, man. Have a Merry Christmas and get a Grotto Pizza for me, will you? Just do the cheese, just the cheese and the swirl and the sauce. It's the best thing in the world. I don't know, was it about Grotto Pizza right there on the uh, on the uh, on the shore in uh, Ocean City or in Rehoboth Beach? It's a it's a simple little pizza. I don't know, maybe it's because I don't live there anymore, but I do miss me some Grotto Pizza and some Boardwalk fries. Okay, let's stop talking about food. Let's get back to uh, incredible, incredible corruption of the Biden family. Some unbelievable audio on the other side of this break, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, it's Carson. Recently, 10 regional banks had their credit downgraded. The problem... They'll just keep racking up profits, get some sweetheart, bail out if things get worse, or quietly be sold to a mega bank. No wonder my friends at Swiss America have been sounding the alarm about the secret war on cash and an all-out assault on our freedoms. With soaring interest rates squeezing the economy and banks teetering on collapse, let Swiss America educate you on ways to protect your hard-earned assets now. Get their shocking report, The Secret War on Cash. Your copy is free by calling or texting 800-289-2646. That's 800-289-2646. This is an all-out war on cash, including digital forms of currency, and it's spreading. So read The Secret War on Cash free to my listeners. Just mention Rob Carson when you call or text 800-289-2646. That's 800-289-2646, or visit SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. Message and data rates apply.
5: Listen, It is selective justice when it comes to hunter biden because here's the truth laura if he didn't have the last name of biden He'd be in prison already. Oh, yeah, everybody knows that What's driving this is he is a rich liberal with a rich, powerful father. Percy. And that is what has protected him all of these years. And if, if yeah. he were a working class guy who was going to church on a Sunday, what would he get? He'd have the FBI sitting in a pew next to him spying on him. He'd have FBI SWAT teams come to his door to yeah. harass him for his yeah. political views. He'd be getting hounded to death.
2: You know why he knows that? Because the FBI has done that in the last couple of years.
5: I mean, Hunter Biden has made his living off of selling access to his father, clearly. It is a massive influence peddling campaign. There's just no denying it. And it's not just one foreign interest. It's multiple foreign interests. Everybody from Burisma, the Ukraine, China. I mean, the money that has flowed through this family to Joe Biden, to other Bidens, and we have the receipts. You can see the money from the foreign interest to Hunter and then from Hunter to Joe and other family members. I mean, it's undeniable. It's there in black and white. So it's, well, it's always been about politics for them.
2: Yeah, and you know, it's, it's really funny is the uh, mainstream media, they don't even know they're already dead. They don't. Joe Scarborough doesn't even know his reputation, his network is already dead. When you got 70% of the American people, they know because of all the evidence that the Biden crime family is real and they've enriched themselves with the, the money of our enemies. Everybody knows it. Even when you you are, I mean, there are a lot of people who are still plugged into uh, MSNBC, CNN, and all that, and they're still clueless, and they still think that the Washington Post and the New York Times are <laughs> credible. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I do the same thing when I think about it, but uh, but no, 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 no. Most of us don't, and they're just they just look like buffoons. That's a great thing, and and we pointed this out yesterday. Hunter Biden said something yesterday on Capitol Hill that uh, everybody noticed the word change. Uh, When he when he talked about his uh, uh, my father was not uh, financially involved in my business and he changed the wording. He changed the wording from what he has said in the past. And uh, and Jim Jordan uh, pointed this out because this is clearly uh, legal speak. He's tiptoeing around it so he won't get caught up when he is eventually required to either testify or show up in court.
9: Back to this one hour ago, I think the biggest takeaway was the statement from. Mr. Biden, where he said, my father was not financially involved in the business. Huh. That is a huge change, Yeah. which means, sort of means he's involved. I think that's how anyone <laughs> with common sense would read it. Yeah. He's been involved, just not financially. That is a huge departure from everything they've said now for the last three and a half years. So as the chairman pointed out, the White House's story has changed multiple times. The Justice Department uh, story has changed multiple times on how they handle this investigation. But the story that hasn't changed the testimony that has been consistent and stood up to cross-examination yep. is the two whistleblowers. Yay. Their Woo. story has not changed. And frankly, it's been buttressed and reinforced by every – we've done eight different depositions of people involved in the investigation at the Justice Department, the Hunter Biden investigation, and none of them have refuted what those guys say. So over time, it just keeps changing from the White House. And this this statement today, I think, is is – the biggest news of, of the morning.
2: Now, this is kind of funny because on CNN, the, uh, the anchor and the guy at the White House disagreed on this. The guy at the White House said,
9: oh, yeah, changing that word doesn't mean anything. In the statement that Hunter Biden made... Uh Yesterday, he said, let me say it as clearly as I can. My father was not financially involved in my business. He was unequivocal about that. Yeah. But that is an evolution of where the president had been during the campaign, where the White House... Had been sure, it was it an
2: evolution or a devolution?
9: And it started the administration... Not well, the accent on the word devil. Financially in the business is very different than never talked about the business, not been involved in the business uh-huh. at all. Was that an intentional point of clarity, do you no, think? No, no i actually dispute the whole
4: premise of that question it's, why it's one of jim jordan's favorite <laughs> because
2: i got to cover joe biden's butt
4: little shiny objects is to try to take a semantic thing and make an argument that is that is somehow far afield from what they're actually no, not really on. no uh-uh. we've been
2: extremely clear they always change if, the words like uh, you know abortion is now choice
4: over and over again for years and nothing has changed the president was not in business with his son period they're trying to make up all sorts of allegations Ian, and
3: make up lies i'm not <laughs> citing Jim listen, yes, here. Listen, listen, listen.
9: some of the white yes. house press briefings where it was said explicitly the president did not talk to his son about business dealing that that is very clearly not the case and i think the statement from the white house has changed uh, and I think that, it's pretty
2: bad when your your main anchor is arguing uh, with the guy in the field about the obvious while the guy in the field is still trying to cover up for it. It's just it's just uh, wonderful to watch the ss Titanic go down. Uh, this is Corinne Jean-Pierre on Capitol Hill. She was at a loss for words yesterday. The president spent a lot of time in, in Congress,
9: been around Washington a while. Does he believe that congressional subpoenas are something that individual citizens can ignore?
0: I'm just not going to speak to that. Just not.
9: Why not? Why? I'm just not going to speak to him.
0: Are you You want to be more specific on your question? <laughs>
9: He's a former senator. He's issued subpoenas in his career. Does he believe that I'm it? just it's the state to be compliant.
0: I'm just going to have to. She's
2: really, I mean, honestly, she doesn't even know what to say anymore. She's so knee-deep in lies, she doesn't even know what to say anymore. And then when she can't say anything, she'll either pass it off. You know how it is. She'll pass it off and say, that's not for me. It's for the the president's legal team. or You should go ask the State Department and all that. She does that all the time. But now it's just, I'm not going to answer that. You
0: speak to the White House (laughs) counsel on this. I'm just not going to speak to that. I'm not going to speak to it. everything else today, did he spend any time
2: arguing? He did ignore a congressional subpoena, and it is national news, and he's the son of the president who is being implicated in a massive, uh, political scandal the likes has never happened in the history of our country and 70% of the people know it what his son had to say outside the Capitol.
0: so a couple just a couple of things on that and I want to be really clear look you're never clear As you know, Hunter Biden is a private citizen. yeah, uh-huh. and so I certainly would refer you to his representative. and
2: he's tied in with his father, and their money came to these LLCs from our nation, our country's enemies without a without an official business that they were doing, and Joe Biden uh, got a lot of the money. it um,
0: Look, you know, um,
2: lost for words.
0: The president was certainly <laughs> familiar uh, with what his son was going to say. Uh-huh. and I think what you saw was from the heart from
8: uh, oh his dear son. God.
0: And you've heard... uh, It wasn't
8: from
2: the soul because he doesn't have one. You've
0: heard me say this. You've heard the president say this. Uh, When it comes to the president and the first lady, they are proud of him uh, continuing to rebuild his life. They are proud of their son. Uh, but I do want-
2: uh, okay.
0: I want to say a couple of things here uh, <laughs> that uh, that I think I can touch on is that the president is also focused on the important work of the American people. We just oh, went back.
2: There you, there you go. Go back to the work of the American people. Well, no, please stay away from the work of the American people because you're screwing it up. You're wrecking a damn country and everybody knows it. So there's that. Let's go to Dennis in Berlin, Maryland. Hello there, Dennis, and welcome to the Rob Carson show. What's going on today?
4: A lion mop head on there. Yes. Um, I wanted to thank you so much. I tried to call you last week, but I got on too late for having Tom Fitton of Judicial Watch on. I was a member of Judicial Watch 20 years ago, and I just kind of got away from it. But when they started with the voter fraud and suing all over the United States, and they have a record that you can't believe. They send you a booklet of uh, things that they're straightening out and and dead people on voter rolls and whatnot all over the United States. I sent them uh, quite a bit of money. And I'm, I feel like I'm a promoter with them. My emails, I tell people, join, 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 and I copy their booklets and say what they're doing. Oh, great. I'm the okay. guy that's running around with the voter fraud here. In Maryland, uh, a very incredible guy that we have on our, our team has done uh, extensive research and found 17 districts here in Maryland that the Republicans were leading all over the place. Believe it or not, in Baltimore City, Trump was leading when we went to bed. The mail-in ballots came on, and every one of them flipped to Democrats. So Mm -hmm. we're out here working. We're trying to coordinate the different counties to at least get their county commissioners to bring in paper ballots and get rid of the voting machines. If we want cybersecurity, then we ought to start with uh, paper ballots. There's, there's all right yeah. security we have
2: dennis i'm with you 100 i'm with you i'm with you 100 on the uh, on the paper ballots and there are a lot of great organizations including uh, judicial watch also tp usa charlie kirk's amazing organization that is not only uh, reaching uh uh you know uh, voting districts and whatnot, but also a lot of university chapters are are uh, creating tp usa and uh, and i think that it's going to be a really tough road to hoe to try to get away with what they did uh in 2020 uh this time um but you know we've got to be vigilant bro we've got to be vigilant listen i got to run thanks for the phone call do appreciate it do appreciate it this is what jonathan turley said about what hunter biden did yesterday on capitol hill by ignoring the subpoena and mouthing off with a bunch of nonsense i've
4: never seen anything like what we saw with hunter and his lawyers
2: today i i can't come up with a legal rationale for what they did i mean he effectively engaged in legal self-immolation I mean, you had two choices today. You uh, for you Democrats, it means he set himself on fire. could go in and testify. You can appear and testify. Or you go in and you don't testify. There is no third flavor on this ice cream stand. <laughs> you don't get to go. But Joe does like chocolate, chocolate chip. In front of the Senate and literally mock Congress. The Democrats started an inquiry without a formal vote. There's
4: no requirement for a formal vote. So in my view, he's in flagrant contempt
2: of congress now uh, my my boss lee wrote me yesterday and it reminded me that i believe it was uh uh donald trump's first impeachment which was based on nothing overhearing a phone call which it was the impeachment was just a cover-up of the burisma uh scandal that's what it was and they went after donald trump and uh that's what that was all about and i believe she as she was signing the impeachment, she had uh, pens that she signed and gave them to Congress members. So they were so proud of what they were doing, and then it did a faceplant. And, and then the second impeachment, which was another joke, the January 6th committee, and everything. I mean, honestly, everything. And, and people are just uh, are just done with it. They could see right through it. Uh, Pam Bondi was on uh, Newsmax. She's a former AG of Florida. And uh, she says the next step is Hunter's got to be arrested, just like Steve Bannon just like peter navarro
6: yeah they have to do it and here's why it happened to steve bannon it happened to peter navarro we will know for certain that there is a two-tiered system of justice oh, no which kid. we all believe there is already. Of if they don't do this because of what they did remember peter navarro avoided a subpoena steve bannon avoided a subpoena and they were both charged by merrick garland's office with contempt of court so it must happen to hunter biden
2: well, we will uh, we will see if that actually happens to Hunter Biden. Um, I'd like to see it. I really would. I, I said that the only way we're going to stop all of these uh, idiotic and obviously political indictments would be a impeach Joe Biden and B uh, recognize that all of these are political, at least political. And by the way, also Eric swallows well, swallow well, swallow. Sorry, Swalwell uh, is accused of aiding and abetting a crime for helping Hunter Biden set up a press conference where he defied the subpoena. The reason being he was subpoenaed by Congress, and Eric Swalwell is a member of Congress. And Eric Swalwell uh, set up this, this, uh, this event where uh, where uh, Hunter Biden uh, you know played a pity party out there, and everybody realized it's a big lie. So uh, Jim Jordan, uh, James Comer moved forward with contempt charges as soon as Hunter wrapped his press conference and sped off in an escalade away from the room he was supposed to give a closed-door deposition. And if if this is true, and he was there, uh, Eric Swalwell aided and abetted the jurisdiction of his body, and he could be in a whole lot of trouble. And for those of you who don't remember Eric Swalwell, Eric Swalwell literally had a sexual relationship with a Chinese spy for quite a while. A Chinese spy, and her name was Fang Fang. And as soon as China uh, discovered that Fang Fang, the relationship with, between uh, Eric Swalwell and Fang Fang, became public, they ordered Chinese takeout, meaning they took her out of the country and took her back to China. Isn't that weird?
7: Yeah. Thick as thieves they are. So well. Had a little bang bang with a little bang bang, a Chinese spy. Bang bang was his little honey, helped him raise money, and that is why he's out. There's no doubt that a fairy can't defend. Bang bang Eric's little bang bang got him in the end. <laughs> bang bang Eric's little bang bang. He's China's friend. Dick Van Dyke's birthday
2: was yesterday. Shit.
7: Has a tiny little pencil, a tiny little pencil, a pencil neck. He is no more than a token. Many laws he's broken, we suspect. Oh, Mars, you went too far An anti-semite clown. Ships, Walwell and Omar, no I'm glad that they went down. Ships, Walwell and Omar, so no let's run them out of town. So did Swalwell.
2: There you go. Now, uh, coming up, we do have some uh, news. Uh, if you want to celebrate a white Christmas in Boston, uh, your mayor doesn't want to have a white Christmas. If it involves uh, having white city council members, members come to a Christmas party, yeah, this is what the country has become. We're going to share details on that. The number is 800 6680 It's the Rob Carson Show. Back in a few.
0: I think at this point that the idea that Hunter Biden is now going on offense And that he has fully embraced his responsibility for his addiction. (laughs) No, he hasn't. For his wrongdoing in in certain areas, mistakes that he has made. Uh, No,
2: not one little bit.
0: I think that does play to those folks. What the Republicans are doing plays only to their MAGA extremist Ah, base.
2: They're doing the MAGA extremist thing.
0: There are millions of families in this country who have relatives or family members or friends that have suffered from addiction.
2: Yes, there are a lot of people with people who there are a lot of families with people with addiction and uh, and only one first family with addicts. And the fact um, that the Republicans sorry, have continued addiction, to addiction.
0: use this over and over again as a cudgel. Mm. I think turns off those average Americans who look at this and say, what more do you want this man to go through?
2: This that couldn't be wrong. More wrong, right? I mean, honestly, really? I mean, even even the CNN knows it's it's remarkable. It really is remarkably tone deaf. And and I would ev- even venture to say, you know, there's a point where you as a journalist have to recognize the overwhelming evidence and at least acknowledge the story. They don't even acknowledge the story. That is, uh, who is that? That's a Tara Setmeyer from MSNBC. Here is uh, here is James Comer. By the way, if you needed any uh, any clarification as to why Congress is going after Hunter Biden, uh, you know, uh, they did go after. Uh, Donald Trump for a phone call that said, Hey, you might want to look at this uh, gas company. And uh, the gas company turned out to have Hunter Biden working for it, and Joe Biden literally got the prosecutor who was investigating this crooked gas company fired. So that impeachment was nothing more than a distraction from the criminality of Joe and Hunter Biden.
1: We have a simple question, and the majority of Americans have a question. What did the Bidens do to receive tens of millions of dollars from our enemies around the world? We believe, as what Devin Archer testified in the transcribed interview, that they were selling the brand and Joe Biden was the brand. And we believe that Joe Biden's known about this all along. Not
2: the best brand, you know?
1: Because he hasn't been honest with the American people. As, As Chairman Jordan said, his story continues to change. In the very beginning, when we launched this investigation, Joe Biden said he never met with any of these individuals. Now we know he met with... All of these individuals. Pretty much, yeah. The narrative when we started this investigation was <laughs> that no money ever transferred to the Bidens while Joe Biden was vice president. Now we know Uh-oh. a huge percentage of the money transferred while Joe Biden was vice president. The majority of the shell companies were incorporated while Joe Biden was vice president. Oh yeah, there's that. So we have a lot of questions about some very concerning transfers. That's why we have the the thousands of pages of bank records.
2: Yeah, thousands of pages of bank records, but. It's those MAGA extremists. I love the more names that uh, we as conservatives are called. I love it, love it, love it. I am a MAGA fascist enemy of democracy, deplorable. Every time I get called another name, I embrace it, I hug it, I name it George. Here is a little bit more from Jim Comer.
1: At least 10 members of the Biden family have benefited or participated in these schemes. Yeah. The Bidens layered these payments through their bank accounts to hide the sources of the money. The banks even flagged many of these transactions in more than 150 suspicious activity <laughs> reports wow. to the Treasury Department. <sighs> One bank investigator was so concerned about Hunter Biden's financial transactions with the Chinese company that he wanted to reevaluate the bank's relationship with him. He noted that his transactions served, and I quote, no current business purpose, end quote. That's what I call a shell company.
2: Yeah, that is a, a shell company. And also, by the way, six of the suspicious activity reports involving, uh, among other things, trafficking of women uh, were actually out of Joe Biden's home in Rehoboth. Yeah. And and, and another thing about that also is that uh, Joe Biden spends about a third of his presidency at his home in Rehoboth, and uh, Joe Biden also uh, kept a lot of classified documents at his home in Rehoboth. Oh, and the Secret Service doesn't keep uh, records of the people who are there with Joe while he's in Rehoboth. Other than that, nothing to see here. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. All right, coming up next hour is the uh, Democrat Stop Trump election train going off the rails. Boston's mayor doesn't want a white Christmas if you're white and Israel gives Joe the finger. That's hour number two. Don't go anywhere.